the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. When you fly in a plane, those, those jet engines those, that propel the plane through the air, the air, there's air. I can't see air. I breathe it every day. I believe I've experienced it. I'm experiencing it right now. I believe in air. I want you to know something. I've never seen God. I've never seen the Holy Spirit. But I experience Him every single day. Therefore, I believe. Hello and welcome as we lift up Jesus with Pastor Dudley Rutherford. I'm Kyle Welch, and we're glad you are joining us for tonight's broadcast. Have you ever asked yourself the question, who is Jesus, or what does it mean to be saved? How about questions like, what is eternity, or is there really a God, and where is he when I'm truly suffering? These are just some of the topics we explore every weeknight at this time. Over the next 30 minutes, you are going to hear a small taste of what Pastor Dudley Rutherford's teaching ministry is all about. Let's join Dudley right now as he begins his message for us tonight. Today, we want to look at the truth that God is omnipresent. The question is, where is God? That question is one of the most difficult doctrines in all the Bible. We need to define his location. Where is he exactly? Is God in heaven? Is he on earth? Where is God? Well, God told the prophet Jeremiah in Jeremiah chapter 23, verse 24, can anyone hide in secret places so that I cannot see him? How many of you know there's no place you can go where God can't see you? Oh, he can see you wherever you are. And then God said, Do not I fill both heaven and earth, declares the Lord. He's omnipresent. That comes from two words, omni and present. The word omni means all, and the word present is presence. His presence, God's presence, is everywhere at all times. There are some important lessons Things that you need to remember as a result of God's omnipresence. Number one, God is an eyewitness to every event in your life and in mine. Now that can be very comforting or it can be very frightening based on whether or not you're living for the Lord. I mean, if you're living for the Lord and God sees everything you do, that's good i mean like right now you're in church with your bible god sees that (laughs) that's good (laughs) however if you're not living for the lord and god sees everything you're doing that can be very frightening you see here's what you and i do now don't tell me we don't because this is what we do we like to put god in a box so that we can manage him and keep him out of certain areas 
of our life. I'll illustrate this for you. How many of you believe this very moment that God is inside this box, this church? He's here, right here today. He's here. Because the Bible says where two or three or more are gathered in his name that he's there. We're just like the Israelites who went to the temple, to the Holy of Holies. That's where God lived. We believe that God lives here. And what happens is after church, when we leave, we don't want God going with us. We want him staying here in his box. We need to understand that wherever we are, that God is with us. Here's what the psalmist says in Psalm 139, verse 7. He says, where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? Verse 8, if I go to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. Verse 11, If I say, surely the darkness will hide me, because a lot of people think when the sun goes down that God can't see you. A lot of people, that's the only time they get in trouble is at dark, at nighttime. There's something about the nighttime that makes you think that you can get away with stuff. He says in verse 11, if I say, surely the darkness will hide me, the light become night. In other words, the sun goes down. Verse 12, even the darkness will not be dark to you. The night will shine like the day, for darkness is as light to you. In other words, God has night vision goggles. He sees everything. It's impossible to do anything without him seeing it. Ladies and gentlemen, not only can God see us, God is with us. He's with us. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 6, 19, do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God. In other words, wherever you go, God is with you. That thought, that truth alone should compel you to live a holy life and a righteous life and a life that honors God. Amen? Here's the second lesson. Because he's omnipresent, He's a comforter in our difficult times. Oh, you need to get this. We need to understand this. That God, because of His omnipresence, He comforts us in our difficult times. Two specific areas. Number one, He comforts us in our heartache. Psalm 34, verse 18, The Lord is close to those who are broken hearted. And He saves those who are crushed in spirit. It doesn't say he's going to keep your heart from being broken. It doesn't say he's going to keep you from being crushed. He's saying that when your heart is broken and when you're crushed in spirit, that he's going to be close to you, that he will save you. You see, there's a detective, a detective aspect of omnipresence in that he sees everything. But there's also a protective aspect of God's omnipresence. And that if I'm hurting, if I'm broken, if I'm lost, if I am crushed in spirit, he's there with me. The Bible says, this is a Bible story. In the Bible, 2 Kings 6, there's a man named Elisha. Elisha is the prophet of God. And one day, the entire Syrian army, what the Bible calls the Aramines, had completely surrounded the city where Elisha was because they were there to get Elisha. 
It's like a movie. There was no escape. There was no way out of this situation. And Elisha has a servant, a young man there who's to take care of the prophet. And the prophet asked Elisha, he says, O Lord, and he's not talking to the Lord God, he's talking to his master Elisha. Elisha, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? We're completely surrounded. Elisha says to the servant in verse 16, he says, now son, don't be afraid. Those who are with us are more than those who are against us. And I can see that servant scratching his head looking at the prophet Elisha going, what in the world are you talking about, brother? Are you losing your mind? There's only two of us here and we're completely surrounded by the Syrian army. And so in verse 17, Elisha prayed this prayer for his servant. He said, oh Lord, and he's talking to the Lord God. He said, would you please open up my servant's eyes so that he can see? And the Lord opened up the servant's eyes, and the servant looked and saw that the hills around Elisha were full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. You see, Elisha was not alone. He had nothing to fear. And if God can deliver and comfort Elisha, then God can deliver and comfort you. And some of you need to have your eyes open so that you can see the horses of fire, chariots of fire that God has with you to help you overcome the things that are in this world. That's what Psalm 23 verse 4 says, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? For you are with me. Whoever you are and whatever you're going through here today, you have absolutely nothing to fear because God is with you. Now, this is not, this is not an overstatement when I say these words that one of my favorite verses in the entire Bible is Isaiah chapter 40, verse 11 that says, He, God, tends His flock, you are His flock, He, God, tends his flock like a shepherd. This ought to be Shepherd Church's theme verse right here. He, God, gathers up the lambs in his arms, and he carries them close to his what? To his heart. Are you here today heartbroken? Are you here today your health is failing? Has your spouse recently run out on you? Do you feel forsaken? Do you feel alone? Did you just get a test result that shook you to your core? Did you uh, have a loved one who recently passed away? Did someone recently let you down? Do you ever feel abandoned? You need to know that God watches over this church like his own flock and that whatever you're going through today, he gathers you up in his arms and he will carry you whatever you're going through and he carries you close to his heart, you have nothing to worry about here today. Now I have to say something. Some of you, this might offend you. Although God is equally present everywhere, he is not equally related to everyone. You see, if I am outside the family of God... If I'm not a Christian, if I'm not a believer in Jesus Christ, I am not going to get in on God's comforting nature like someone who knows God personally. 
I have three children. They're my children. They're not yours. They're mine. They're my babies. I am their father. If one of my three babies hurt, they're hurting. I'm there. Because they belong to me. It's not the same if someone else hurts. I don't even know that person. They're not a part of my family. Likewise, if you are outside the will of God, if you're here today and you're not living for God, if you're here today and you do not have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, there is no obligation on God's behalf to comfort you because you're not a part of His family. Therefore, that is why I will never, ever understand how you can ever live your life without God in your life. I wouldn't last one hour without His love, without His provision, without His grace, without His protection, without His mercy, without His comfort, without His guidance, without His salvation. I wouldn't last an hour. I'm glad I'm a part of His family. You should become a part of his family. Not only does he comfort me in my heartache, that's one thing, but write this down. This is a whole different thing. He also comforts me in my failures. In my failures. There was a second grader who walked into a classroom one morning, very sternly announced to his teacher, Mrs. Jones, I don't want to scare you, but my dad says if my grades don't improve, someone is going to get a spanking. I don't know about you, but I have a lot of failures in my life. There are many times that I have let God down. And I know that He's an eyewitness to my failures. He's omnipresent. He's an eyewitness to my sins. And therefore, it's amazing to me. I almost I can't figure it out that the God... The God who sees my failures is the same God who desires to forgive me of those sins. You see, most times that I mess up, people judge me. People condemn me. People cast me aside as being worthless but not God. God is an eyewitness to what I do, and yet he, want, he longs to forgive me of those sins. The only conclusion I have is He must really love me. And He does. Just like a child who disobeys as a parent, you don't stop loving your child. You love that child even more. As a parent, when your child does wrong, you still love that child. Why? Because he's your child. That's the way God is with us. My dad is 84 years of age. And for all of my 59 years, I've wanted to please him. Not a day goes by that I don't think of him, what he taught me, how he lived his life, the sermons that he preached, the people that he led to the Lord, the churches that he served, the jokes that he told. 
I saw a picture of him today, this week. He's got, he was sitting at a restaurant. He had two onion rings inside his glasses. <laughs> I think about all the times that he spanked me, disciplined me, set an example for me. Nobody on this planet knows me like my mom and my dad, and nobody loves me on this earth like my mom and my dad. The Bible says in Ephesians 4, 32, be kind to one another, tenderhearted. Everybody say the word tenderhearted. Oh, I love that. I'm so glad that word's in the Bible. Tenderhearted. Be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you. You see, God was tenderhearted towards you. He's tenderhearted towards me even when I fail him. Yes, he sees all. Yes, he knows all. And yet he's tenderhearted towards me. He loves me. He loves you. 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 It was love that sent him to the cross. You see, judicially, there had to be a payment for our sins and he was willing to make the payment for those sins when he goes to the cross god judicially allowed jesus to be the payment he didn't have to but god judicially says hey you've sinned i think i figured this out i will allow my son to take the place for your sins." so judicially god allowed jesus to be our atonement but when jesus went to the cross He did not go to the cross just for judicial purposes. He went to the cross because of his tenderheartedness for you. That's what John 3.16 says. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. That's what Romans 5, 8 says. It says, but God demonstrates his love for us in this while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Here, God, the creator of the universe, the one who knows all, he's omniscient. The one who sees all, he's omnipresent. He knows every flaw. He knows every sin. He knows every mistake. I'm sure it breaks his heart. Yet he was willing out of love to go to the cross so that you and I could be forgiven. Why wouldn't you want to live for someone like that? You'll never find anyone who loves you as much as he does. So when I think of the omnipresence of God, not only does that mean he's an eyewitness to every event, not only does that mean he's a comforter to our difficult times, number three, God is a companion in every situation. He's with us. He's my companion in life. When we fly, we leave LAX and we fly into Tel Aviv. When we land in Tel Aviv, When we come off the airplane, get through the checkpoint, there is a tour guide who meets us. And that tour guide is with us every step of the way. When we go to the Sea of Galilee, the tour guide is there. 
When we go to the River Jordan, the tour guide is there. When we go to Jerusalem, the tour guide is there. When we climb up to the top of Masada, the tour guide is with us. When we, when we go to the city of Jericho, the tour guide is with us. When we go to the garden tomb, the tour guide is with us. Oh, it's very comforting when you're traveling to know that whatever happens, there's someone there to help you. There's someone there to guide you. There's someone there to lead you. There's someone there to comfort you. And I want you to think about this. I'm not talking about a 10-day trip. I'm talking about the rest of your life that God will be with you. John 14, as we close, Jesus said, I will ask the Father, and he will give you another tour guide, another counselor to be with you for how long? Forever. Verse 17, the spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him because the world neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him, for he lives with you and he will be in you. I hear people often say, well, I can't believe in God because I can't see God. Well, there's all kinds of things I believe in that I've never seen. Do you know I can't see gravity? You can't see gravity, but if I jump, I can quickly go back to the ground. I don't see gravity, but I experience gravity every single day of my life, and I believe in it because I've experienced it. When you fly in a plane, those, those jet engines that propel the plane through the air, the air, there's air. I can't see air. I breathe it every day. I believe, I've experienced it. I'm experiencing it right now. I believe in air. I want you to know something. I've never seen God. I've never seen the Holy Spirit. But I experience Him every single day. Therefore, I believe. Yes, He's omnipresent. Yes, he's an eyewitness to everything you do. But he doesn't want to just be an eyewitness. He wants to be your comforter in your heartache, in your failures. But what he really wants more than anything else is he wants to be a companion. And according to the Bible, when you give your life to Jesus Christ, God puts his spirit inside of you. And so if you want God's presence inside of you today, you're going to have to take a step of faith and make Jesus Christ your Lord and your Savior. And God's presence will come to dwell inside of you. And you'll never be alone again the rest of your life. We hope the message you just heard tonight from Pastor Dudley has been a blessing to you. Isaiah 55.11 reminds us that the preaching of God's Word never returns void. We want you to know we have phone counselors standing by if you are in need of prayer. Our number is simple to dial. It's 888-818-4777. We know the enemy is always at work with his deliberate and calculated attacks against us. So please don't hesitate to call us if you are alone and need to pray with someone right now. 
Again, our phone number is 888-818-4777. The secret to overcoming any obstacle you are facing today is revealed through one of the most extraordinary victories ever recorded in the Bible, the Battle of Jericho. Joshua and the Israelites followed God's unusual plan to walk around the heavily fortified walls of Jericho for seven days. The Lord promised that at the end of those seven days, He would cause the walls of that famed city to fall, allowing His people to take possession of the Promised Land. In his book, Walls Fall Down, Pastor Dudley Rutherford shows us how the seven spiritual principles in this story are available for all of us today. You will learn how the foundation behind Joshua's victory is the key to overcoming your own hurdles and unsolvable issues. When you choose to do things God's way, walls crumble, victory replaces defeat, and a blessed future unfolds. Pastor Dudley's book, Walls Fall Down, is available for a gift of any size to the Lift Up Jesus ministry. This invaluable resource can be yours right now by calling our toll-free number, 888-818-4777. That number again is 888-818-4777. Discover how your personal Jericho battle is no match for the power of an awesome God. Call us right now and receive your copy of Walls Fall Down by Pastor Dudley Rutherford today. I'm Kyle Welch, hoping you'll join us again tomorrow night at this same time here on KKLA as we lift up Jesus with Pastor Dudley.